Hello and welcome to Zack Attack. We're never going to be better than this. This is episode 13, New Year's Eve from 2011. And this is the first Zack Attack that we're putting out not on the first of the month, but on the 31st of the month because we've got some very special things planned. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we are 10 minutes away from New Year's Day. We're also 10 years away from when we're recording this. From 10 my years away so from it? Damn. Okay. 10 minutes? What did I say? 10 years? <laughs> yeah. We're 10 minutes away from... Well, I mean, so what's going to be tricky about this is that... Wasn't that the song? What was that? I only got two minutes to save the world. What was this song? Okay, so I'm all, I'm all amped right now. Okay. <laughs> so what was I'm this song? Like, did Justin Timberlake want to answer my question, fucker? I don't know. I don't know, J. Tim. I only got, I only got two minutes to save the world. Okay, never mind. I'm, I'm going to be lost. Somebody tequila? Right in. Right in. What? Did you know Justin Timberlake has like a line of tequila? Yes, I do. Rachel's a, works at a tequila bar. Is it good? I don't know. I'd have to ask her. Because we were talking today about how for our fantasy baseball draft next year, we want to only have alcohol created and pimped by celebrities. And oh, we, you I, need Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabo yep, somebody. That's on the list. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then there's the Dan skull. Aykroyd skull. Dan Aykroyd, yep. right? Yep, mm-hmm. I do him. But the first thing on this list that I found was Justin Timberlake's tequila. And I was like, oh, they doubled down like he invested all this extra money to make it even better. I don't know. It's it's interesting. But anyway, we've got a countdown to midnight. We're going to count down to 12 o'clock our time on December 14th into the 15th. I'm not sure how this is going to edit because I'm going to take out dead air so we'll we'll see how this goes we'll put a like a clause at the beginning like start this exactly 13 minutes and 27 seconds before your new year's and then we'll count down with you guys Ooh, well, like by that. now you're already listening, so you're already committed to counting down with us, but nobody's listening anyways. So we're just pretending that we have a listener that also is watching, like, skipped <laughs> all the fucking New Year's shit and just decided to commit to Zack Attack on New Year's Eve, and we're going to count down for that, maybe that one person. And I want to point out, we've said it on past episodes, but we did not do any kind of special maneuvering to get this episode to come out today. This is just how the calendar fell, and I was like, this is perfect this is how it has to be serendipitous it is the best yeah dude i'm fucking stoked and it was a great movie for it too but okay (laughs) it is a great movie to talk about for the end of the year to sort of bring the first year of zack attack to a close we're gonna get into that we're gonna wait till after midnight to actually talk about the movie this is gonna be a really exciting episode because we not only have our normal segments, how will Zeph be shirtless in the next movie? How will he be crying? We're also gonna bring back our trailer voiceover. We are going yes. to check our mailbag and see if there's any mail in there. Yes. But we also have, in addition to this New Year's Eve countdown, seven minutes away, we also are having a new game that Joe Two does not know about yet that I, don't I know. came I don't up know. with he today. Didn't tell me. He didn't and tell I'm me. Very excited. I think you're gonna love it, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I hope I hate it. That's all after midnight. So we are close to midnight. We are closing in. I feel like we're actually on air and there's like nothing to talk about. But we have to keep talking because we're like, no, no, come on. We can't wait for the ball to drop. Can we we get into the movie and we'll just like get get back to it? Come on. We'll do that. We'll stop and do the the countdown. Yeah, I want to, I want to get, I want to get into it. Um, how we? How do you want to? How do you want to do this one? Can we just go through? Because I think there's a lot to talk about just chronologically. I think we should just do a typical Zack Attack chronological straight down the line. I could talk about my favorite parts of the movie. Okay, so this is a movie directed by Gary Marshall, who I just passed who away this is. year. He just died this year. Uh, he created. I want to say he created Happy Days. He created Ooh, Laverne and Shirley. He created. He's a. He's an icon in TV okay, history. Cool. Yeah. I he's know also those. directed a bunch of stuff. 
he directed Valentine's Day, which we Makes I don't want to spoil the end yeah. of this movie, but in the post credit bloopers, there are, you know, there's DVD and Blu-ray of Valentine's Day, like in movie product placement for a previous one of his movies. <laughs> That's pretty lame. Okay. So he had this whole themed holiday whatever, I guess. I think there's these two. I want to say there's one more, but I don't remember I think so, what too, and I don't remember it. Rachel said, Rachel referenced Love Actually. She said that's kind of like this, I think. Is I don't it? know. I don't think he did that. Let me look that up. But what I did find out was that this was originally supposed to be kind of a continuation of Valentine's Day. And then, like, with the same actors playing the yeah. same characters. But then yeah. when he started writing it or filming it or whatever stage it was at, they realized it was going to be a completely different thing. And so instead they just made this movie whatever this actually <laughs> wound up being. Okay. Good idea. Okay. Okay, so Gary Marshall had nothing to do with Love Actually, I don't think. He's known for Pretty Woman, The Princess Diaries, oh, Happy Days, Mork and Mindy. Wow. He created, I think, Laverne and Shirley, Joni Loves Chachi, the new Odd Couple. Maybe the original Odd Couple, too? I mean, he did a ton of things. He's a superstar, man. Yeah. Yeah, he was a huge, huge figure, and then... By the end of he his made career, shit he was just movies. doing movies like this. Yeah. Like sh- really shitty vignette movies. Oh, this what? year Mother's Day came out. Okay, that makes so, sense. So, yeah, so that was his last movie. So in 2010, Valentine's Day came out. The next year, New Year's Eve came out. And then I think he was getting older and kind of getting sick. And so there was five years in between. But then he put out Mother's Day this year. Those all sound like movies I never want to watch. I'm glad that I've only seen this one. Well, so this movie, before we get into it really chronologically, this movie is exhausting to watch. It happens really really fast and we had this conversation Rachel and I watch this movie together we kind of watch it drunk we like to get pretty belligerent okay <laughs> like I mean we drink a lot of Jack Daniels at the house so you know we're like five or six drinks deep you know how large the glasses are that we drink I obviously have to pee now so I went and the first time I paused to pee we had been watching about a good six hours of this movie you know that's what it felt like and sure and we weren't even halfway through the movie and we were like holy shit this movie is just so much happening all the time you're right it's exhausting well we see our boy Zeph like three times early on it was good. And it was good, though. I needed that because, like, I, oh, I yeah. wasn't going into this. Like, I was hoping this wasn't going to be, like, we only see him for, like, 13 seconds. What was the movie we were talking about? Like, Uma Thurman and, like, the speed dating thing. Remember we talked about this? It was, like, oh, a vignette uh, movie. movie. 47? Movie 49? Yes. Movie whatever that yeah. is. Yeah, that garbage I thought movie. that it was going to be that, and I thought that we were just going to see Zeph for, like, two minutes kind of like fucking in the last one in liberal arts we were just gonna see like a clip of him here and there right but i was glad that he's actually in this movie like he's a real actor in this movie well because like a movie that we did so okay so this reminds me of parkland sort of in that this filled with stars and then on shia on all his movies we did oh, what's it called bobby which is about the rfk assassination instead of jfk okay. assassination and that's very similar but we also did on that one new york i love you which is sort of a series of short films all about different places in new york and i thought this was going to be more like that aside from like with a few example like a few exceptions 
pretty much in that movie, once you see a character go away, they're not coming back. Yes, exactly. And so yeah, that's I remember I last too. episode... We talked 11, about this. It's 11.58, we're, we're counting down soon. Okay, okay. But in the last episode, I looked up on IMDb, we saw that he was going to be in a segment with Michelle Pfeiffer, and they were listed first and second on IMDb, and yes. I was so worried that he was going to be in the first like 10 minutes of this movie, that we I was going to watch another two, two hours of hours garbage. Yep. But no, he's kind of... like I don't know if their story is the main story, but it's definitely one of the main stories. I think I would consider their story the main... Yeah, I mean, okay, maybe there's three equally important stories. We might be a little biased. We're one minute away. We are one minute away. Okay, one minute away. I think we're a little biased, but I do think that they are the main story in this movie. Like, Michelle Pfeiffer should get, like, leading role credit credits for this. Okay, so in the last 48 seconds before the new year, what's your favorite Zeph memory from 2016? Um... Oh, shit. I would like to say no pressure. Shirtless Zeph crying in Neighbors, right? Did he okay. Cry in Neighbors two. I think shirtless crying running Zeph in Neighbors two was probably my favorite Zeph moment of this year because I got a little bit of everything I wanted. You go. I'm trying to think. I just I want to say how many seconds? How many seconds? How many seconds? We have twenty seconds. We have twenty go seconds. Ahead. I want to just say doing all of Zach Attack, like starting with Waif and going backwards, and this has been. I mean, it's never going to be lame. better than this. Lame answer. Lame answer. Go ahead. How many? Count th- <laughs> down. Ten. Nine, Nine, eight, eight, seven, seven, six, six, five, five, four, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year, Zeph. Woo, 2017. 2017. It's 2017. Okay. So happy 2017 to you, Joe. Happy 2017 to you and happy birthday to you, my friend. Well, thank you very much. So now here's an important question for after midnight. And you're the first person to wish me happy birthday, so you win that award. Thank you. What is your 2017 Zeph resolution? 2017 illusion. Um, Yep. I think that I will honestly give these shitty early Zeph movies... I try with open mind and open I like heart. I will give them everything I have, and I won't prejudge them based on their ethnicity or... <laughs> I, oh, sorry. I was just trying to give the corniest speech ever. But go ahead. I'm, I'm really amped. I'm really amped. I am... What's my 20 Zeph- 2017 illusion? I'm looking at the list of what we have left, and I know so, so very little. I resolve... Is that the right verb? I mean, I yeah, guess yeah, the word you can is. resolve. You can resolve. Go ahead. You resolve. I resolve to. to oh God. Um, speed it up here. I'm trying to speed it up here. <laughs> I resolve to. I mean, yours is really good. I think you're. Like, I don't want to take your answer, but like, there's a lot of things coming up that I don't want to watch. Same. But I'm going to watch, yeah. and I'm going to enjoy and do my best. Like this movie is not good, and it's not the kind of movie that I want to watch ever. However. No. I enjoyed because, it. Like, I'm glad that we watched it for this. Same. And that's the kind of mentality that I want to bring to these next 14 or so episodes. Plus, we've got a couple bonus episodes. We've got Baywatch in the middle of the year somewhere. Yeah. We've got the Masterpiece in the middle of the year somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, the a big year. 16 or so Zeph podcasts we're going to do in the next 12 months. I am very excited to just see weird stuff that I've never known. When we did Cage Club and Keanu Club and started young and went to new, or when we did Shyant, like we did Zeph, and we went from new to old, there's these weirdo things that, like, I'm fringe, assuming kind most of fringe of this, things that they, they all were all in. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming there are things that, like, I'm we're not going to like, but I, I'm guessing there's going to be at least one or two in here that surprise us. That they're like, whoa, like, I didn't know that this was, like, such a good movie. I never would have heard about it if we didn't do Zack Attack. To bring it back, woof, we're going to come right in. 
I was very presently surprised with this movie. Not because I actually liked the movie, but just in the context of us watching it for Zeph, I really like shitty movies. I was so happy with how bad this movie was. This was definitely a sleeper pick for me. I did not expect anything from it. I was really thinking I was going to be disappointed, and it, it fucking blew me away. It was like a really cool cast. I liked that it moved fast, even though it was exhausting. We got to see some really cool shit in this movie. I have lots of great quotes from Rachel if we talk about it, and um, we yep. go... Yeah. I'm surprised you like this movie that much considering Zeph is never shirtless and he does not cry. I I know. Yeah. Before before we broke it down in, with Rachel, I like to pretend like she listens to Zack Attack but she doesn't. So, I had to <laughs> <laughs> I had to break it to her that things we're going to look out for is shirtlessness and crying. Yep. yep. And that we got neither. But either way, it was still fucking awesome. We get a new we get a new Zeph job in this one. Yeah, he's he's a, a man of many talents. He's now a bike messenger, a courier, yeah. To which Rachel yelled, Who is this tan in New York City in December? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the joke the terrible joke in the Baywatch trailer where there's the black guy talking to Zeph and The Rock. And he says you people and Zeph gets all like offended. He's like, just, yeah, you, you people. You can't say yeah. you people. And The Rock's like, you're not, you can't say that. You're just tan. And so like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Zeph is just like, he's, I feel like he's, he's probably been like spray tanned or whatever so many times. Like, that's just like the color of his skin now, which is, you know, <laughs> hey, it's, it works. But for the movie being set as December and New Year's Eve, him, yes. and there's like another guy in this movie that's like really, really tan and they're trying to play like like a courier like when was this courier on vacation you know like that's what i want to okay so yeah so i'm i'm gonna i'm I'm just gonna start going through my notes they're chronological okay there was a scene in the so i was real amped that ashton kutcher and zeph were friends okay that's awesome you know like i was like oh cool maybe they're friends in real life like maybe they're still boys that was exciting (laughs) um are they but they're never on screen together they're always talking on the phone though yeah, you're they're, right. Like, they're at split screen, but they're never in the same place. Maybe I at just the end. That. At the crazy. end, no, at the end, at the end, like at the party, they're in the same place, right? Yeah, but they're, like... they're not hanging out together because they both have women. By the spoiler alert, they both find like dates by the end of the night. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe, yeah, that's weird. I didn't, I didn't realize that until just now. Maybe like, they they're... really actually hate each other in real life. That would be even juicier. Oh man, because we also find out later in the movie that he is sisters. Like his sister is Sarah Jessica Parker, right? Yes, Zeph's sister is Sarah Jessica Parker, yes. and they're never on screen together either. And I love that when she calls him he does the really lazy movie thing of oh hey sis like nobody answers the phone like that but like we even know exactly what the relationship is here so there was a really cool thing i don't know if you caught it but rachel totally blew that up for me did you catch how we knew that they were brother and sister before they even announced it no okay Rachel called this. Blow my mind. When she's looking for the little, when she's looking for Little Miss Sunshine, when Horseface. Okay, by the way, Horseface is what I refer to as Jessica oh, Parker. Man. Okay, yep. Throughout mm-hmm. the throughout the whole notes, it just says Horseface and Little Miss Sunshine. Horseface <laughs> is looking for Little Miss Sunshine, <laughs> and she goes into her room, and there is a picture of a bike on the wall that says Mike underneath oh, it. Oh, wow. And Rachel goes, did you catch that? Bam, hits the pause. And I'm like, no. She's like, I bet that's her brother or her uncle. And I was like, damn. Wow. And she definitely caught it. Yeah, yeah. It was such a weird, it was such a weird one. And she caught it like instantaneously. I was like, because like this movie does not seem like the type of movie to like throw details in the background. No, like, definitely not. I, now I kind of want to watch it again and see what the fuck else we missed. <laughs> but Rachel just called. I mean, like we're like totally drunk. Rachel just calls out. Whoa, okay. that's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty good. Other thing, 
there's a quote by this guy says something about we're gonna go find women with great shoes and that's when i knew this movie was clearly written by women i think it was written no by gary guys marshall i think it was written by gary marshall gary marshall was secretly a woman then because like no self-respecting dudes would ever pretend like we care about what a woman's shoes looks I like i mean he also wrote pretty woman though so i mean that's exactly you know. there okay there you go see we're not like yeah this isn't a stretch i really dig sofia vergara in the movie oh no she... no i'm sorry okay so i'll take it a step back it was written by Catherine fugate I called it. It was written by a woman. I knew it. Women with great... We're going to go find women with great shoes on New Year's Eve. No man would ever say that to his friends. Did... I like Sophia. I'm going to put it in here. Look at at this woman. She's very attractive. Oh, damn. She's a fop. What else did she write? Hold on. I want to see what she wrote. She wrote... Who is this babe? This is... What's her name? It's the writer. Yeah, I know, dude. She's... She wrote Valentine's Day. She wrote New Year's Eve. She's writing... Oh, she created Army Wives, that TV show that, I guess, ended a couple years ago. She wrote and created and, like, wrote... She was involved in, like, 117 episodes. That's, like, what she's mostly known for. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's pretty hot. She could have been. She could have played horse face, and then I'd have been really excited about it. I have come around on Sarah Jessica Parker because the only thing I really knew her from, which I never watched, Hocus was Sex Pocus. and the City. Oh, she was on Divorce this year on HBO, which just ended. And Divorce is great. Like it's. Oh, so I didn't good. watch it. Really? It's. So I don't. Good. I don't yeah. not like Sarah Jessica Parker. I just really like. Calling she really. And she really does have a horse face. So yeah, there's a good joke about that later. So Sofia Vergara is awesome. So there's this scene when when they're like first talking about New Year's Eve and they're like testing the confetti. Did you notice that there's like five guys throwing confetti for all yep. of New York and he's yep. like and she's like trying to coach them on how to throw it. It's not there's there's no like release. It's like you think they would have I mean they have a fucking ball that has 40 billion lights on it that comes down but like they can't have like a drop shoot that sprays confetti. So I was really I thought that that yeah, was Yeah, she's saying like what she's saying like don't just throw it like make it yeah, flutter uh, through the wind. Yeah, flutter just like release it or something weird like that and i was like oh damn like they're really trying to pretend like guys actually throw the confetti for new year's eve for all of new york city (laughs) it's five five mexican dudes throwing confetti but yeah that was very funny to me well you haven't talked about the first time we see zeph he's classic zeph he apparently knows everyone in new york he's hitting on every woman and unlike past movies they're all super into it and they're all basically featured extras none of them to be seen again yeah between the time he like parks his bike on the corner of the street and walks into this office building he basically i fucks six girls and they're all just like yeah i'm super into this this is the first realistic Zeph movie, essentially. Is what yeah. this, <laughs> is what this is. I'm sure that if he rode a little scooter through New York City, he would get the same reactions. Probably worse. I wrote down that he's the king of New York. Like Newsies? Look yeah, sure. You. I mean, whatever. That's fine. Okay. I wasn't referencing Newsies. It's just like, he, like, he's a kind of, like, he's the schmoozing kind of guy that, like, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, if no. this character ran for office, he would win because he just knows everybody and yeah. everybody loves him. I get it. No, definitely get it. Yeah, no, he plays, I really like this Zeph character. I like when he plays these characters that are not popular, like, not, like, rich or not popular. You know, like, when we saw him in what was the, like, Dirty Grandpa or whatever, he kind of played, like, really straight edge. I kind of like him being like a working class guy at the core because it's much easier to believe that like all of these girls really like him you know they can kind of make a play into that like he's like you know a playboy but you can you can relate this better i think if he's just like a normal dude so sure that makes sense uh then i got excited that de niro was in it and rancho made fun of me and said will you write in your notes that you audibly yelled yay when you saw (laughs) 
he's an old dying man. Yeah, no, but I was just stoked at, like, I mean, like, I like De Niro cameos a lot. Like, well, obviously it's not a cameo, he's in it, but, like, I like <laughs> the De Niro's in this one, and I was thinking, I was really excited, like, maybe this was the beginnings of Dirty Grandpa. Maybe. Yeah, that's, I didn't even think about that. What I did find out was that the woman, and we're going to talk about her a lot because it's, it's the main thing with Zeph, but the woman that Zeph is with in this movie the most is Michelle Pfeiffer, yes. and they were together in Hairspray in 2007, which I did not know. We're going to get to Hairspray? Oh, cool. So we're going to backtrack to see the, the preview for this one. Yes. Okay, cool. So we have Hairspray coming up with him and Michelle Pfeiffer, and I, I completely forgot about De Niro in Dirty Grandpa. I was just so, because I wasn't, like, there's just so many people in this movie. This movie's very fast. It's very, very fast-paced. And I so, know that I make fun of you for the way you use cameo, but, like, these are closer to cameos. I mean, they're not cameos. Yeah. There are cameos in this movie, but, like, there are. The De Niro's not a cameo. Like, the, no, he's a character. But it's closer to that than it is in, like, other movies, because he's just yeah. on screen for, like, because nobody's on screen for more than, like, maybe 10 Minute. minutes. Yeah, yeah, total. Total? Total, yes, total. Maybe mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Maybe Zeph is on for, like, a little bit more, but not by much. Not by much. So, what else? So, we're going through, you know, we get, like, the De Niro story, which is that he wants to see the ball drop for the last time. The other story we got going on is Catherine Heigl. Okay, can we talk about how Catherine Heigl and Sofia Vergara are both chefs, and neither of them look like they've ever done anything in the kitchen in their entire life? Yes. Like, Catherine Heigl sells a little bit better, but can you imagine Sofia Vergara as a chef? Because I can't. I cannot. She also was wearing heels the whole time. Yep. And I want to know who in the kitchen staff has ever worn heels. That's like the most dangerous, unsafe thing you could ever do. What I also think is funny is that she hits on some guy. And I think that it's known that he's married or something. But like she hits on him and it's sort of like a Zeph situation. And he turns her down. She's basically the Zeph role in this. And that she's like way too beautiful for this world. But nobody wants to give her the time of day. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I got yelled at for staring at Zofia Vergara a couple times. I think she's super hot. There's no way that anybody would really turn down Sofia Vergara, I don't think. Yeah, but you're right. They, they look completely out of place in the kitchen. Even though, did you, did you ever watch Grey's Anatomy? No. Good. Don't. But in that show... Katherine Heigl does a lot of baking. That's like kind of like a character trait that she has. So, I mean, I get why maybe she would feel comfortable like this acting-wise, that she's kind of a chef, kind of was a baker. Yeah, she was kind of lame in this movie. I, I could have replaced her with anyone, and I wouldn't have been disappointed. I don't think I knew that she was on Grey's Anatomy. That's Katherine Heigl? Yeah. Yeah, she was like a I know character. nothing about that show. I saw one episode of that show, and it was the episode after the Super Bowl where a guy got shot with a cannonball. And I haven't <laughs> it yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They made the homemade thing. I remember this one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only episode I ever saw, and I don't remember much of it. Yeah, Katherine Heigl is definitely in it until she said something, like, really stupid, and they just, like, banned her from the show. Did you, do you remember this whole story? I vaguely, vaguely. She said, like, something like, they couldn't do it without me or something. I don't know. I don't remember it. But, okay, uh, enough of the Katherine Heigl Well, so she, stuff. in this movie, had broken up with Bon Jovi before the movie began. Yeah. Yeah. And we find out toward the end of the movie that he wanted to talk to her, that he was still in love with her. They were engaged, we find out, right? And he got her to cater this event because it was like a, a crazy amount of money or whatever that she wouldn't say no. And he knew that she was going to be in this place and he wanted to spend another New Year's with her. But what I love about that is that Bon Jovi, old man John Bon Jovi, is apparently like this teen heartthrob and like yeah, he's basically I... like a Justin Bieber type where every young girl <laughs> and every like everybody is just obsessed with I wonder him. if His he name wrote is Jensen, in... right? It's Jensen, Jensen yeah, Jensen. Uh, yeah, oh so God. he's essentially Beaver. He Beebs. Bieber. 
I wonder if he wrote that into the script, like, yeah, just, you know, make me like me. Just make every girl love me, you know? <laughs> it's, it's insane. Yeah, it's really dumb. It's pretty funny, though. I'm glad that they got Bon Jovi to be in it. That's, is that one of your, isn't he, like, New Jersey's finest, too? Yeah, no? he's from New Jersey. Yep. Yeah, Him and Bruce Springsteen, they're the two sort of native sons, though, the two biggest. Yeah, that's what I thought. So there you go. We'll rep in your state there. So we have these stories ranking concurrently. Then we get back to the Ashton Kutcher one. Surprise, surprise, Ashton Kutcher gets stuck in an elevator with this random <laughs> chick. With Leah Michelle. Looking with Leah Michelle. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah, she's cool. I did realize that, like, uh, she, I mean, she's from Scream Queens, which I know that, I think we've talked about that with Rachel, right? Like Rachel, Rachel watches Scream it, Queens? yeah. Uh, she's looking great in this movie, but they get stuck on the biggest elevator in the history of elevators. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm they are sure like in an elevator... industrial elevator. That's like for moving heavy machinery or something. But that's like the main elevator in the building, and I'm pretty sure that elevator is like bigger than some New York apartments. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I wanted to know. So we didn't really get like a big glimpse of it, but like, is Zeph and what's his name's apartment way too nice for the kind of jobs that they have? And Ashton Kutcher's. What is what does Ashton Kutcher do? He's a comic book artist. Were you not watching the movie? Mm, barely. I mean, I was watching. A bit, there's just there's literally so much going on that it's hard to remember everything. Yes, you're right. You're right. It's it like fifty thousand characters, and they're trying yeah. to dump in like like character like attributes, but it, it's happening so fast. Yeah. Oh, I remember because he he draws for her and she sings yeah. for him in the elevator. Yeah, and I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like a courier probably could make decent money, maybe, if they get tipped well. And if he's a successful comic book artist, they could have a nice... Oh, wait. So, hold on. Remember in Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, Zeph wants to be a comic book artist. Oh, we're Link link to the past, dude. We're just just piecing these all together, man. Damn. That's not... Because that's not a very common job description or job to have on... Especially in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, this is only the 13th episode, I think. And so to have two movies where one of the main characters or someone like, you know, either Zeph or close to Zeph wants to be or is a comic book artist is kind of weird. Yeah, kind of weird, man. I wonder. They're both like mainstream movies that are not like nerd culture. You know, it's just yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't fucking of... mall rats, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Really weird, man. I wrote down really early on that everyone in this movie is either more optimistic or more pessimistic about New Year's Eve than I am about it, like ever. Like, because I'm kind of blase about it. I agreed. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a because as soon as I was old enough to be able like to stay up to midnight every night, like that lost its charm. And it's just like a, it's always kind of a letdown. It's just like, oh, it's just another day. Yeah, I I plan on doing absolutely nothing for New Year's Eve. Like, I I would like to lay in bed and watch the countdown and then immediately go back to like watching something else and by you mean watch the countdown you mean listen to this episode right yes listen to our ep- well i mean yeah at this point i would have already like dvr'd and went back to watch the countdown after there i listened go. to this for the countdown so now the real I mean, you, countdown. Get three, you get three new year's countdowns you get the one that we just did <laughs> yes. you get the one that you're gonna have in real life when you listen to this and then you're gonna have the one that you listen you watch on tv like at 1 a.m on yes. january 1st Man, after this are, is over you are flush with countdowns i know that's maybe that's why i'm kind of blase about it 
but everybody is like treating this like it's the most important night of the year. Yeah, Sophia Vergara is or... amped about it. Catherine Heigl's oh like, oh, God. fuck this thing. Yeah, they're all like, and Zeph is amped. Ashton Kutcher hates it. This, these, So these are all the storylines. We kind of laid them all out of what's going on. Then we have Little Miss Sunshine. This is yep. the note that I have. Little Miss Sunshine goes, I want to start banging the horse face. But <laughs> that's, yeah. me, that's me summing this up. She's like, I want to go out with my friends. Sarah Jessica Parker's like, no, I'm going to stay home with you. We're just going to hang out. And she's like, mom, that's lame. Let me go like party with these dudes in Times Square. Terrible idea. The funniest and most awkward line in the entire movie is when Little Miss Sunshine says to her, you're a hot woman. You just need to realize it or whatever. And she's like, and she's like, you, purposely you dressed ditch. frumpy. Yeah. Like, you might as well ditch the clogs, but, I mean, I don't know shoes, but, like, those don't seem, like, like, those seem relatively fashionable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because they're heels. It's just, I don't know, it's it's all very strange. And she's she's dressed nicely, and she's got her hair done, or her, her no, makeup I think she, she kind of looked frumpy to me. Well, I mean, I, mean I, I saw a lot of Sex in the City, so I could, like, you know. So I, you've seen her better. I've seen her a lot better, yeah. And she, you also see her at the end of the movie when she goes out to, to meet her man. Yes, I, you do do. You do. So, yes, we have that going on. Then we spiral back. And then this is when we get to the main point of our podcast, which is Zeph and Michelle. Zeph comes in. I mean, like, this might have happened a little bit before, but we'll condense it here. It's fine. Zeph comes in and drops a letter off to Michelle Pfeiffer or something. He drops something off to. Oh, it's the tickets. It's the tickets. He drops off a package. But what I like about it is that he just strolls into this office. And apparently she's the only one working. And, like, this is – I have problems yeah. with this because yeah. she goes to her boss, who's John Lithgow, and she says, hey, I mean, I can't believe you had me work today. And I was like, everyone works New Year's Eve. Like, New Year's Eve is not a it's holiday. It's not a holiday. Like, maybe, yeah, it's maybe not. Maybe you get out early, but, like, everybody works New Year's Eve. She's like, did you have me work today so you give me my end-of-year bonus? And he whips out a personal checkbook and yes. writes her a check that, like, you know – It's for an amount, undisclosed but amount, but it's, like – we're guessing it's enough like to book a, a trip to Staten bucks. Island. It's like a hundred bucks, bro. I'm, I'm guessing, yeah. or something stupid. And so she is the only one in the office. He comes in and he's just like, and Zeph is just saying, "Hey, you working on those resolutions?" And she's just like, "Wait, like, who are you?" Yeah. It is a great introduction, even though we know we find out that like he's delivered multiple packages to her before. Oh, he gave her the package, never, all right. And she's ne- <laughs> she's never looked up or something. That yeah. he knows who she is. I think it's one way or the other. I don't remember. No, no, he knows who she is. She definitely doesn't know. She's too shy, who just doesn't look up. Yeah, yeah, she just doesn't care about Zeph. She's superior to him. They go. I don't think she's superior. She's just very awkward and like I'm afraid of the world and I'm very mousy. And for how beautiful Michelle Pfeiffer is, she is so homely in this. Like holy moly! Like she's still. I mean. It's intentionally done, like, you know, the same way you say that uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was frumpy, Michelle Pfeiffer is way, way toned down, very mousy, messy yes. haircut, Mousy's you know, glasses, just very yeah. meekish. By the end of the movie, she's better, but, like, wow, like, it's, like, she's one of the most beautiful women of all time, and here, it's, like, I didn't realize it was her because she's so far against type. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, she's she's a good actress. So, like, it, it came across that, like, I believed it. Like, it actually took me a minute to kind of realize it was Michelle Pfeiffer because of how, like, she was frumpy she was looking, so. Zeph leaves, right? He drops off the tickets. She signs for No, him. he's like, oh, those are awesome tickets. Those yeah. are fucking great. Man, I wish I had those. And she's like, cool. And then just like. Wait, who are, the, who are those for? They're not for her? Are they for her? Or are they yeah. for her boss? 
I think they're for her, dude. Who invited her? I don't know. Not only does she have one ticket, she has four tickets. It's like the hottest party in New York City. I think it was two. Was it four? Or maybe it was two. I think two. it's four. It's at least two, if not four. I think they said four, but like, there's no reason for it to be four. Like, it just needs to be two. Okay. Well, I'm, well, I mean, like, yeah, okay. So but I don't know why she has them in the first place. True. Like, that's what I'm saying. I think that she's actually, like, like kind of a big shot, but or she thinks she is. And, like, this is why she's, like, in somehow. But she goes into John Lithgow's office, and he gives her the lame bonus, and so she quits her job and goes outside and meets Zeph, who I guess is still hanging out outside? Yeah, he's, like, getting his... I mean, you know, maybe he dropped off, like, more than one thing at the building. So that doesn't make... Yeah, it doesn't... It wasn't too implausible for me. So he sees her, and she goes, I'm gonna hire you for the rest of the day. And I was like, yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) And so she, like tells him that she wants to do her bucket list with him that day and it's like all this wacky shit which is coincident not coincidentally but there's a new show on cw that i don't think is gonna get renewed but i love it so much it's called no tomorrow and it's about this guy who thinks that the world is going to end in eight months or ten months or whatever and so he is doing all these crazy things and he, in the first episode, meets the girl, the main girl of the show, and they start dating, and they start doing all these, like, crazy things. Like, it's great. And I know that the bucket list is sort of like a, like a thing that we've... I mean, there's even a movie about the bucket list, but yeah. maybe just my mind thinking about No Tomorrow, it's the same thing. Like, this woman... Because on No Tomorrow, also, it's a, it's a girl who, like, has never done anything with her life. She's always been, like, sort of sheltered and very cautious. And that seems to me, even though she was invited to this party, the same kind of thing that Michelle Pfeiffer is like here, where she's really never done anything, she's always sort of been reserved, and now is the day she's going to let loose, and she needs Zeph to show her what to do and how to do it. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, she, like, knows that Zeph is, like, the perfect candidate to kind of take her on an adventure. And so she's like, you know, get creative with what you're gonna... He's like, go to Bali, how are we gonna do that one? And she's like, you know, just just be creative. And it's really cute, actually. Then they start going through her list, and we see, like, what what are some of them. Like, he takes her a a taxi ride with no traffic, so he takes her on, like, a water taxi. He takes her to the spa, the secret Bali spa. That's how he takes her to Bali. It's all like looper, like loopholes, workarounds. Like yeah, how can I, like they're all cute. Like they're not cheats, but they're they're really kind of. How can they cut corners to just get to this party? Yeah, that's they're trying to get to this party. Oh, by the way, how is that not an orgasm spa? I was so thinking that this was gonna be like um, Mike and Dave oh, wedding like dates, yeah. and I thought that he was like, oh yeah, I'll take you to Bali, and then like was gonna get her off. Oh, they, God. Can you imagine cutting Michelle Pfeiffer into the Mike and Dave need wedding date scene? Like, if we could have just carried that over into the, into this part right would here. Would have been great. Yeah, would've I think been it would have been great. Oh, it would have been we much forgot. Better. Hold on. But before we go on here, go I don't want to skip this in the notes. There's also the scene where Josh Dumel is in his fancy car, and he's having the worst time in the world with his GPS. And I was like, oh, GPS jokes, you will never get old. And he crashes into a sign and yeah. apparently totals his car yeah. and has to get towed. He's like, I'm going to miss my party. You know, my mom's throwing this thing or whatever. I need to get there. I need to see this girl. I've been carrying this note around for a year. And the tow truck driver says, you're SOL, which means something out of luck, but I don't curse. And then Josh Jumel says something. And then the tow truck driver says, 
me and my girl are going to crush a 12-pack and watch porn. Like, that's his plans for the night. <laughs> yeah, so this yeah. guy who does not curse is openly talking about how he loves to watch porn with his girlfriend. Like, But he is, doesn't like, curse. I didn't this? even pick up on that. That's a really good one. I love juxtapositions like this. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, man. Like, the good old boys... I can't believe they were in New York. Like that's that's more of like a. I, I guess I guess that's like upstate New York. He's coming into the city. I don't know where that is. It's something. Yeah. It's, it's it's the opposite of New York City, basically. Yeah, pretty much. He was in the boonies, but that's pretty funny. Yeah, he's. I'm. Not, I don't swear, but I'm gonna crush a twelve pack and watch some porno. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Oh man. Yeah. Did we talk about the other storyline? I don't think we did the the first baby of the year story. Oh no, we haven't. Um, I kind of just wrote that one off. I mean, I guess it was okay. Yeah, what's her name's kind of hot. Jessica Biel. Yeah. Well, so there's four people. So there's Jessica Biel, who is married to Seth Meyers. This podcast is gonna be fucking as long as the movie because look, look at how much shit happened the whole time. This movie's on fire. There's so much. We're shit gonna happening. forget so much. We're gonna forget yeah. so much just because like it's all like in context. Yeah. This is the kind of movie that like, you could just drop entire storylines like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we have Jessica Biel married to Seth Meyers, and we have Sarah Paulson from Sarah Paulson. OJ yes, it is and from it, American Horror Story. Yes, it is her. She's married to this German guy who, if you remember, in Inglorious Bastards, he was Hugo Stiglitz. Oh, I uh, I knew I recognized him from somewhere, but I didn't know where. So yeah, he was sense. not the main German guy. He was not Hans Landa. He was not uh, what's his name? I can't pull his name right now. Yeah. Christoph Waltz. He's not him, but he is another sort of major guy in Inglorious Bastards. Because I was like, this guy looks familiar. He sounds familiar. The fact that he's German, like, it has nothing to do with his character. It's just like, oh, we're going to cast a German guy in this movie just and just, like, put him in the role like he's normal. Like, there's nothing wrong with, or, like, different or off about it. Yeah. Yeah. It works. I mean... It kind of made sense. I like how Sarah Paulson's like so clueless about this whole thing. She like she just plays such like a dummy the whole time. Like, oh yeah, it's twenty five thousand dollars though. Like, we definitely need the money and like all this shit. So that was probably my favorite part of that one. But yeah, this one was kind of insignificant to me. Like, it was it was amusing, but that could have just been like a short film that didn't exist in here. You know? Yeah, it's all because there's even stuff like there's in like going back to De Niro. There is De Niro, and there's like the Halle Berry as his nurse, and like the, she's got her own shit going on and then we've also got who i can't even remember who oh god who is the woman who's basically in charge of the ball dropping who's yes daughter who is that uh hillary swank yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got her whole thing. Like, everybody is intersecting in ways that, like, are kind of cool, but also, like, doesn't really matter. Yeah, like, again, the Hillary Swank one, I guess that one kind of makes sense to me because it's, like, the ball dropping, so that's kind of, like, the backdrop of the movie, literally and figuratively. But, yeah, some of those I would cut out. I mean, like, I guess the De Niro one comes into play later, which is cool. Rachel was convinced the whole time that De Niro was going to go up and then Halle Berry was just going to sodium pentothal him and he was going to, yeah. like, die. And so she just kept yelling, sodium pentothal, and like, trying to <laughs> trying to inject me with it when she was describing that part of the movie. I thought that was pretty funny. What's crazy about this movie in terms of timing, like, we talked about how it just drags on. Like, there's so much happening and it goes so slowly somehow, 
but there's it's like really fast. Uh, to me, it felt really fast, but the time moves slow. Like right. the movie's so incredibly fast that like you watch it and you're like, okay, like it's this is almost over, and you're like, no, twenty minutes in, shit. Because either like half an hour in or forty minutes in, they're basically ready to like drop the ball, sort of. And I was just like, wait, it can't be midnight already. But like that's just like to get the ball going up or something. I don't know yeah, what's yeah. going on. And then they and fuck then, it up. But then the ball drops like an hour twenty, and there's still like another half an hour of the movie. Yeah, I was, yeah. Like, I was like, what is going on? Yeah, the timing is way fucked up. Um, one of my favorite characters of the movie was when the thing doesn't work, and then Hillary Swank has to call in the guy, and he keeps saying, and he's this like awesome Mexican dude, and he's like, "It's a chort. There is a chort in the lights." And then, and that was like one of my favorite parts of the movie. This dude was so, badass, and he just goes up there and like checks all the fuses for every single light and fixes it. So that is a true cameo. That actor is Hector Elizondo, who is in everything that Gary Marshall's ever done. And so whenever he makes a movie, yeah, whenever he makes a movie, he casts this guy in it. Gary Marshall's daughter, I think? I want to say daughter, Penny Marshall, who was on Laverne and Shirley. She was one of the two. I'm really showing my ignorance here by not knowing exactly what's going on. Yeah, I know. She was at a party, and they showed her, and she has, like, one line. And, like, she's recognizable if you know who she is. So I was like, oh, there's Penny Marshall. And she's in all of the... Oh, is that who was in the movie? Fuck! I I kept thinking it was, uh... I kept thinking it was Barbara Streisand, but no, I know who Penny Marshall is in the movie now. And I kept yeah. saying, Rachel, I think that's Barbara Streisand. And, and she's like, no, it's definitely not. And I was like, I know who that is, though. She's famous. Who is it? It's absolutely yeah. her. You're she's right. A, she's a director and actress and a writer herself. And she's oh, Gary Marshall's that's daughter. Exactly and so she's exactly who movies. it is. There's like a list of like five or six people. She's, she's at the end, like, and she's dancing with like Ashton Kutcher for a second or something. Or like mm-hmm. somebody. Yes. I, oh, God, yeah. That's exactly so who it is. Thank you. But yeah, Hector Elizondo in this movie is great. He's like the hero. He's like been working for them for like 37 years and really never got his due. And finally, and they finally this movie, fired he him. Like she let him go and he finally comes back and fixes, saves the day. Saves yep. New Year's for everyone. What I think is really funny is that the ball malfunctions and that's why Hector Elizondo has to go up there and fix it. But we see Ryan Seacrest, who, you know, I don't like him really, but I have to give him credit as like he's like the greatest host in history like he is yeah he's, like, a, he's good at hosting shit yeah and in this movie he freaks out because like the ball like hesitates or whatever he's just like that's not supposed to happen like like what's going on like that's not supposed to happen and i was like he would never ever do that like that's the most un- like of this crazy insane movie where sofia vergara is a sous chef that's almost <laughs> the most unrealistic thing because this consummate professional tv host ryan seacrest who hosts like, everything yeah he like just like, you know we're having some technical difficulties but like we're gonna get through this and just like not miss a beat yeah but like here, we're working like, on it guys like sorry end of the world for him jesus <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny we, we were watching it we're like we're like why don't they just unplug it and plug it back in? <laughs> did she try turning it off and turning it back on yeah yeah she does though because that's how we got it because she tries turning it off and turning it back on on that big ass fake lame switch A gigantic and i was light switch yeah i was like okay there we go this is the part in the movie where zeph is on the phone i think with ashton and he's like shit talking michelle pfeiffer and he says no it's not ashton kutcher it's somebody else because ashton's in the elevator right or no he like he finally gets out they get out of the elevator like the dudes break in right they like save them and they're like, you know, him and what's her name's part ways. Ashton Kutcher Leah and Michelle. Uh, yeah. Leah Michelle part ways. 
and Zeph calls him like, dude, I got us, I'm got. i going to get us tickets to the greatest thing ever. It sucks. That she's just like kind of, what does he say? He says something. He says she's a couple sandwiches short of a picnic, a little bit pathetic, but in a cute way. Pathetic. And she hears yeah. him, and she's just like, By the way, that's I'm the most unbro thing you could have ever done. Like, you're, there's no way you're going to talk shit on this chick, like, audibly on the phone. He would have definitely texted his homie. I mean, like, I know he's doing this just to get the tickets, but, like, he's doing, like, he's putting so much thought and effort into this. Yeah, they're, like, really cute, like, date-type things. Yeah, and for him to just be like, yeah, like, what a piece of shit she's this lame. woman is. Like, yeah. God. Like, just, what? No, no. Yeah, that took a random turn for me, too. I kind of was like, what the fuck is going on here? So then she comes up. Michelle Pfeiffer's all pissed off now, obviously. And she leaves, right? She's like, I'm done. She's like, here's your tickets. Boom. I'm done. You know, go to your fucking party. I think she only has like one thing left on her list, right? It's to be amazed. Yeah. And then there's there's more things, but that's like the big one. He's like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. But like, that's like the next big thing on her list. Yeah, yeah, I think we, like, kind of, like, get through all of them. They, like, skip a bunch, you know, and, like, be amazed is, like, the last one. And, like, well, no, how do they there's reconcile? One, there's, one more, there's one more at the very end, which is get a kiss at midnight on New Year's Eve, which is oh, the last one on her list. Okay, so, but, yeah, but, but, be but how do they, like how the do they reconcile? One. I don't remember, like, what, is, what does he do to, like, make it up to her? He brings her to a theater and, like, puts her but on wait, that But wait, no, but, no, but there's not, like, they, like, they don't address it. Like, they, they, there's, like, it just skips from, like, her being pissed to, like, him in the theater with her. I think he, I think there's, like, a quick scene where he comes out and he's just, like, he's like I'm, I'm going to make up for this. And yeah, she said, you're like pathetic. You said, exactly, you're, I'm yeah. pathetic. And he's, like, come on, let's do this. Okay. Yeah, it happened really fast. I didn't get how they, like, you know, glazed over how she would be mad. There's no way a woman would not carry this for, like, a long time. She's not going to yeah, like, get over I mean, this. Well, nothing about this movie is believable. So the yeah, fact that true. he is such a dick out of nowhere is not believable. And the fact that she forgives him is not believable. So, yeah. I mean, they just sort of cross each other out. They cancel each other out. Yeah, I get, that part wasn't really necessary for any reason, though. Okay. No. So then he, like, takes her to, like, the Rockettes and, like, you know, puts her in a sex harness and swings her above the stage for a while. <laughs> And she loves it, but she's like, get me down from here. Yeah, so then what? Then what's going on? Oh, Well, you we know. go to the hospital. There's the hospital stuff where there's their... So the, apparently the first baby to be born after midnight gets $25,000, which were never confirmed whether or not that's an accurate number. It's just the number that Sarah Paulson says, and that's just like what they believe. And it's just like, oh, okay, like that might not be true. But there is a line that I wrote down in my notes that someone... I don't think it's a doctor, but it could be a doctor. Says, "May the best VJJ win." And like, <laughs> oh, oh fuck! I missed that. God. Yeah, definitely written by women. God, this is terrible. That's some pretty bad writing. Wow. I I like the other doctor. I like the the like the um super holistic doctor that that she cracked me up to. You know what we're missing in this movie is what? Rafi as a doctor. Oh my god, Rafi would have totally made this movie so much better. Rafi should have been Ashton Kutcher's should have Ashton Kutcher's role. It should have been oh, Zeph was friends yeah. with Rafi and Rafi was the cartoon artist, but he would I just draw like Pam. We should call him Pam from Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, Pam. Pam would be his uh the like the cartoon artist, and he would just be like drawing like all these like dicks and like stuff like that. He'd been like, I drew you a picture, and it'd just be like her getting railed in the elevator. <laughs> yep, that would have been awesome. Yeah, she see? would love it. She would. There's there's a point in the movie that we're getting to chronologically where they say we could have our own party and Rachel just yelled with sex. <laughs> Wait, who says that? 
I, somebody in the movie says we could have our own party, and I think it's like maybe it's like the kids, maybe it's Little Miss Sunshine. I don't know what the context is. I just have that in my notes. That like the movie was like we could have our own party, and she just yelled with sex. I wish I knew who that was, because like everybody in this movie seems like they should be fucking each other, but like nobody is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird. A lot of sexual tension on this set. What is kind of interesting? Not interesting, but. Sarah Jessica Parker in real life math- married to Matthew Broderick, and he, and shows, he up. shows up. And so does, according to Jim. His name is Mr. Bullerton. Oh, I didn't Bueller. catch that. I yep. didn't catch that. I didn't catch that either. I saw that on IMDb. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we get a lot of those. Um, we didn't mention yet that Ludacris was in this movie. Oh, my God. As a cop. As a cop named Brendan, which I think is probably the lamest <laughs> name they could have ever given, like, Ludacris. Chris Ludacris Bridges. Yeah, but, like, Brendan, like, damn, that was horrible. So then we're going along, okay, lights fixed, whatever. We figure out that Hillary Swank's dad is De Niro. She shows up. They want to watch. How does she get off of, like, ball duty, by the way? I think she just leaves because she, she passes the little walkie-talkie radio to Hector Elizondo. She's like, you're in charge. I'm out of here. Okay, so she kind of quits her job, too. I guess. I mean, they don't really address that. Okay. So she just pieces. She goes, her and De Niro sneak upstairs yep. um, to go watch it on the roof. Obviously, he was going to watch it on the roof. That's what he wanted to do the whole fucking time. And in these movies, everybody gets what they want. Yes. And then you see, like, Catherine Heigl's eating all the chocolates. Jensen comes <laughs> in and is she like... She them all out, but she's got caramel still smeared on her teeth. Yeah, and um, Jensen's like, you know, I always loved you. And then we're like, okay, cool. The little girl broke out. She's going to see, like, she's going to meet up with this boy. Oh, this her drives best me crazy. friend. What? The whole, like, the little Miss Sunshine, like, her resolution in this movie is is my is infuriating. Why? What's the matter? Because there? so she gets, she finally, she sneaks out. She's going to New Year's, and she gets to the like. Apparently, she's able to like, muscle her way up to the rail where all of her friends are, and as the ball drops, she sees another girl kiss the boy that she likes. Yeah, and it was her best friend who knew she wanted to kiss him, yep. just, like, face-rapes this kid. Which, Rachel was really upset that, like, he got face-raped, and I was like, look, like, he wasn't doing anything. Let's give this guy a chance. He didn't and seem then, but like... But then they go to that diner or whatever after, and he's just creepy like... Mo- hey, well, who's hey, this creepy mom, by the way? Her character know. did not need to exist. No. Like, what is it, like, you know, Sarah's mom or something is, like, constantly yeah. just being a creeper? I feel like I must have missed a scene, but, like, she's just, like, in the background of every shot for five minutes. No, just, like, no, no, staring no. at kids. No, the scene where she says, like, you don't need to wear clogs, that scene, she brings up, like, oh, don't be Piper's mom. She said, don't be, like, Piper's mom to her and she's like what and she's like piper's mom hides outside in the bushes looking at piper like don't be overprotective so weird yeah so i don't know why this chick needed to be an actual character but okay they're at the diner but they're at the diner and like piper's mom is behind them the entire time it's just super creepy but yeah. the boy goes to little miss sunshine he says i didn't want to kiss her she kissed me and then he just goes in for the kiss on her and i'm like this dude is such a piece of shit and she's just totally okay why are we why is why is everybody mad at him is what I want to know. Why are you? Why are you mad at him? Like because Rachel's mad at he him. Because he went along. He went along with the kiss on New Year's Eve. Because it's disrespectful like, hey, not to. If a girl just mouth rapes you on New Year's Eve, you just let it happen. No, but you could be like, no, 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 no. I like your best friend. But here he's just like, I'm just super into it. Yeah, but he didn't know that she saw it. No, I'm with Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is the worst. <laughs> no, he's not that bad. He's awful. 
it wasn't like finger blasting them both at the same time or something. That would have been kind of weird. This was like, he got mouth raped by one chick, said he didn't want to, try to kiss the other chick. It works. I've oh, done way okay, worse. Hold on, hold on. So a separate, a separate scene. They're Go at ahead. the fancy, fancy party where Josh Dumel shows up and like his mom is throwing this party and like it's like this really upscale, fancy affair. Apparently like at midnight, like instead of throwing confetti over, they throw chocolates over. Like they have like little bags of chocolates totally with like little that. like parachute men like sort of, you know. Oh yeah, they did like parachute yeah. some candy in or something. That was but really the, weird. The, my favorite part is that one of them says as they're throwing candy over, the one woman yells, this is working. And I was like, wait, did you think that this wasn't going to work? <laughs> you were just like, going to well candy. Throw, <laughs> throw chocolate at like women in ball gowns and men like in tuxedos just like hurling candies over the like ledge like what did you think was gonna happen yeah this movie's pretty fucking wacky man yeah oh this is why God. i loved it i liked it i'll never watch it again but i really liked it then okay so then we get so this the whole the whole point of this was we were just trying to get to the part where now zeph drops her off they're cool again. Zeph drops off Michelle Pfeiffer. He he's in like, Times Square, and he's gonna go to the party. Yeah, he 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 like rode his motorcycle. He's like, I don't know whose bike that is. So the cop, you know, like how he even got to drive anywhere near Times Square is mind blowing to me. But okay, yep. so he just like parks you, you know, in the middle of Times Square. He's cool. He's gonna go to the party, <laughs> and um, Michelle Pfeiffer standing there alone, you know, being all alone and and pathetic, literally being pathetic. Ball drops, Zeph runs up, just grabs her, mouth rapes her, and then... And she uh, says, what the hell are you doing? I'm twice your age. And he says, your final resolution, midnight kiss on New Year's Eve. And he goes, boom, check it off. And he's like, he's... <laughs> it's like he was... Like, he drops doesn't the even mic. look at her. He's, he's, he's just basically fist pumping and, like, walking around the shot, like, yeah, I did it. Like, we did it. Like, we, we did everything on the checklist. And, like, yeah. it doesn't matter that she's there anymore. He's just like, I did everything for this woman. Like, I got it. Yeah, complete checklist completed. To stage a hundred percent, he just crushes it. Does he bring her up to the party, or does he go without her? I forget. Well, we don't see. It's only in the credits, but they, at the end of the movie, like in the over the closing credits, we see them walk into the party and they're dancing. Okay. So, okay, so apparently, this, like, is a, he, this is essentially the end of their storyline. Like in the credits, when they're dancing, there's like the bloopers and everything. We see them at the party. They're dancing. They're, I guess, dating now. I don't know. No, they're not dating. They're just, like, had a good, fun day together. So, my best joke of the movie, something that I've been waiting to get to the whole time, is we see, what's his name, sitting outside this restaurant that's now closed, the diner's not open anymore, waiting for a girl. Josh Jamel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Jamel. And Rachel's like, who is it going to be? And I hear clomping. Oh, God. Okay, and oh, I'm, God. Like, I'm like, it's definitely going to be horse face. I hear the clomping, and it's like, clomp, 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 and then she gets out of the thing, and she's in a horse and, tr- horse and buggy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, I nailed it. I was so let down by the scene, because the whole movie, it's like, I had this mystery girl. You know, I yeah, think like last, beautiful. Like last New Year's Eve, we had a kiss, and she disappeared. Yeah, she said, meet me at this diner. Whatever, we'll and the diner's this. closed. 
And I was like, okay, like here's gonna be who'd you think it was gonna some, be? I don't know. I because there's so many people in this movie. I was just like, it could be anybody. And then it's somebody that we already know. Like even if it wasn't like Sarah Jessica Parker, if it was anybody else, I'd be like, oh, like we we already know that. Like Hillary Swank. Yeah, like that's like fine. maybe that's why she was like not gonna see her dad, or it could have been Halle Berry. That could have been her side man. Like, we thought we really sense. thought that it was gonna be Halle Berry until she skyped the soldier dude. It makes sense that it's Sarah Jessica Parker, but it's just like. Oh, like I wanted like one more cameo because like by this point in the movie, like the movie spends so much time early on, like basically every forty-five seconds we meet some like major new celebrity. We're like, all right, yeah. here's this nurse who's like with this patient, who's this guy's or this woman's father, and she is you know with this other person. Like everybody is somebody, and like you know at this point in the movie, we haven't met anybody new in like forty-five minutes or an hour. True, you sort they of you're sort of like you're feeling no. that itch. You're like, I I want to know, like I want one more celebrity. I want somebody else to pop in. And then it's something that we already know, which is like, oh, that's lame. Yeah, true. So I think it's safe to say that Zeph won this movie. Hands down, he was the best character in it. I mean, like, regardless of whether or not you like Zeph, he was the most awesome part of this movie. Those outtakes were worse they're, the, then, they're awful. Then the ones with Miles Teller. Which ones were those ones? What was that movie? That Awkward Moment. They're worse than that Awkward Moment outtakes. They were probably the worst outtakes I've ever seen in my life. They were, like, so forced and not funny. It was really, really bad. It was just, like, people, like, laughing on lines, like, in not funny scenes. Like, it just... Oh, yeah. God. Like, look how much fun we're having. But, oh, jeez. It is... It was rough. It was... I. It was, like, the first time I ever saw those, I was just like, I want this to be over. Like, I don't want to see yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to see that either. It was pretty bad. But I think that's the end of the movie, so we, sh- should we... Are you done? I'm done with the notes for this movie, so we have a couple things left to do. We have to check the okay. mailbag, we have to do the trailer, and we have to do the preview for the next... You keep referencing check the mailbag like we might have gotten an email. We might have gotten four emails. We actually got emails? Are they all from the same person or from different people? We'll go, we'll go one by one. So first email... <laughs> okay. So they're all from the same person. Go ahead. Because you kept saying you have no fans, nobody's listening. But we have fans. We have at least one fan. We have Jessica Knight, who is now Jess Collins. Okay. And she sent us four emails. Awesome. What did she send? Dick pics? First one says hate mail. And that's the subject line. All capital letters, hate mail with an exclamation point. And she says, sorry this isn't a dick pic. I can't really send hate mail because this is my favorite podcast on the Cage Club Network right now, and I stack them up so I can binge. And I know she listened cool. to five in a row as she sent these emails. Okay. So she, was, she was, like, chatting with me as she was doing this. So I knew oh, that she nice. actually listened cool. to these. Cool. I feel the only way this could get better is if each of you drank a very large quantity of alcohol prior to a recording and just chat about the film, which I feel is going to happen for High School Musical. Like, that's just what's Yes. Gonna... That, that's our plans for High School Musical. Yeah. Yep. Also really enjoy when you count how many times Zac Efron cries. In this movie, it's sadly zero. We've already been over that. That's such a bummer. I know, dude. We need more Crying Zef, to be honest. I really hope that he comes back soon. I'm kind of missing Crying Zef. She says, you should tally up how many times he cries over the entirety of all his films. And then in parentheses, sorry for the Shia reference there. And she says, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I sound like a fangirl. Fuck you guys. You're the best. Jay. Awesome. Cool. So that was one. Okay. And then, an hour later... She sent more hate mail. Okay. All capital letters, more hate mail. And she said, this is in all capital letters, fuck you, Joe, for saying you fell asleep during the guest greatest goddamn movie of 2014. (laughs) And then two lines down, asshole. (laughs) Okay. 
Good. Yay. There we go. Okay. So Correct, that's mail. actual hate mail for you. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. Then I, I still an did hour actually later fall for the guest. Go ahead. An hour later, she sent. Here's your GD dick pic, and she sent picture Dick Clark, Dick Van Dyke. Close. Click that link. Well, oh, no, you can't see that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. And she sent this picture. Wait, where that safe? Hold on. Hold on. She sent this picture. Okay. Shoot it over here. Andy Dick, good job, good, <laughs> well played. I would have went with Dick Van Dyke, but and awesome. then she put in parentheses counts. Counts, like, it, it does counts. count. That counts. That's a dick pic. Yeah. Then two days later, she sent an email that said penis. Does that? I hope that that's it. If that's it, that's even better. Does it just say penis? It's this picture. What is it, a dog penis? I yeah. I was like, what is this? It's a and dog she penis. said that she felt so awkward doing this. So but, she took a picture of her own dog's penis? Wow, yes. That's so here, weird. here's the story behind that. Now we're inspiring weirdness. Go ahead. So I met Jess at a wedding of my childhood best friend. He moved out of Virginia, and so he got married to this girl that he met through some young professional something or other. Cool. And okay. they met Jess through something? She told me like a week ago, and I already forget. I apologize, Jess. The night before their wedding, they have like a rehearsal, sort dinner. of like a. Yeah, like, it was like it was after rehearsal dinner. It was like a party at their house. It was just like, you know, cool. everybody's invited, just okay. beer and whatever. And I saw this girl sitting at the dining room table, and she was sitting there quietly. And I, we just started talking about movies or whatever. It turned out that she was really drunk and really tired, and it was Jess, and it was great. And so apparently, fast forward two years, she was talking to the woman that my friend married Yeah. about this podcast. And I was like, why are you doing that? Like, that's so weird. About this woman, Zach Attack? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she just and found then, it organically? Well, no, 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 no. Like okay. Jess was telling her about it. Okay. And so her friend, the woman that my friend married, uh, said it would be really funny. I guess they were talking about like how we wanted to send hate mail or wanted to get dick pics or whatever. And I want you to said, get dick pics. The friend said you should take a picture of your dog's dick. And so she did and sent us this picture. This is pretty PG though, her. not even Red Rocket. Like this is this is pretty tame one. But yeah, that now that that exists, bestiality, Zach. I am deleting it from this channel so I don't have to look at it forever. So. <laughs> okay. But it happened. No, yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad that someone listens to us. I hope that someone else listens to us, but I'm glad that someone is listening to hell. I mean, I see the download numbers. Like, people download this, but we beg people every time. Please <laughs> Just write. Please Zach email. Attack at yes. cageclub.me. Yes, plug it again. Please send Joey dick pics of your dog. That's totally acceptable. Andy Dick, Dick Van Dyke. Send him any kind of pics. Um, I will read anything that's on <laughs> that we get in emails. <laughs> that, just happen, me, that just made me think of, like, Anchorman. <laughs> like, I'm Ron Burgundy. Like, he'll read anything on the teleprompter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, okay. So let's get into uh, how – so what's the next movie that we're going to watch? Do well, we want to do, do that, that first you want to do the trailer first? Ah. Uh, let's, let's do the trailer. Let's, trailer let's first. Trailer first. Trailer first. Trailer okay. first. Let me open so, it. Let me yeah. let me get it like let, click play in. and then hit no. pause. Like, yeah, let it buffer. I am ready when you okay. are. Three, two, one, play. And we need to talk a little bit more over this one than we did over the past one because this is two minutes and thirty seconds. Okay. okay. Light switch. Hillary Swank. Oh, there's Luda. Luda. We get. Oh, there's Zeph. Zeph. Halle Berry. Sarah. Just, oh shit! It's as fast as the movie is. Damn. 
I know. This is amazing. There's so many things going on. There's the six people that drop all the confetti. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Well, God damn it! There's so many people so fast. <laughs> yeah. This 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 is a good trailer for this movie. It's how it feels. It's like, can you bear this trailer? Like, you might be able to stomach through this movie. There's our yeah. girl Michelle Pfeiffer looking pretty homely. This seems like the like. That's a lot of her and Zeph. Yeah. We've seen Zeph twice. Kutcher twice. If you want to watch this trailer, it's the New Year's Eve in parentheses 2011 trailer HD. You can movie link on it. YouTube. You can link I it. I can link it. If you just search New Year's Eve trailer on YouTube, it's the first hit. Little Miss Sunshine there. Oh, by the way, how does she not get pushed down the steps in this scene? If you're in New York just standing on the steps in Grand Central, you'd get pushed immediately. Or like get it pulling up your shirt like that. Like you would, something would happen. Somebody would have taken a picture. Creepy dude. I also do want to say that she and Leah Michelle are both on Scream Queens. Like we talked about Scream Queens before, but I forgot that she's on it too. Little Miss Chanel number. Yeah, she's yeah. Chanel number. Zeph again? Five? Yeah, damn. A lot of Zeph. Okay. There we go. There's John Bon Jovi getting slapped. <laughs> oh, I love Sophia Vergara. She's awesome in this movie. God, there's so many cuts. There's got to be like hundreds of cuts. Oh my God! Yeah, who edited this this trailer? It's so somebody fast. With, somebody with ADD. God damn it! Actually, this pretty much just sums up the whole movie. Like, if you didn't want to watch the the whole movie, I think that you could just watch this and pretty much get the gist of it. Oh, yeah. You see Zeph sliding in like his dancing. Yep. So you Zach know he Efron. got the tickets. Oh holy shit! <laughs> They're going through everybody in it. It's like 45 people. If you want to save an hour and 55 minutes of your life... Yeah, just watch the two-minute trailer. Oh, there what you I do like, what that just reminded me of is that like these nurses work with Halle Berry, and Halle Berry does Skype with her boyfriend, her military boyfriend from overseas. She dresses into this like really sexy dress. dress. And like, oh my god, you look so good. But, like, yeah, she's Halle Berry. Like, how, do you, how do you not know, like... Oh, god. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Coming soon. God, that Ooh. was... That was really fucking fast. Okay. I wow. feel like I have, like, seizures now. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, like, women make fun of us about having a short attention span, and that was brain crack for women. Like, the, I don't that know That was more how cuts they, on an action movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you... Like, Rachel's always getting on me. Like, how do you pay attention to this? It's just, like, so much shit happening at once. Like, and nothing's really happening. Well, this movie was made for your sex, and... It is not make any sense to me. Whoa. Okay. Okay, so I have... So before we get into the next movie we're watching, which is Charlie St. Cloud... Oh, oh yes, new, are we? Is that the next one? That's the next movie. Oh, I have the... We're definitely going to get some shirtless, and we're definitely going to get some crying in that one. Okay. Yeah. I have a new game for us. Tell me the new game. Tell me the new game. I want to make sure I do it right. Hang on. Let me open my notes back up. So I was looking... Why was it? Oh, I was looking for a picture. That's right. I was looking for a picture for the post for our website. Our new game, we have to come up with a name for it, maybe, but it's a Google autocomplete game. So what we're going to do is I'm going to Google search Zac Efron and then the name of the movie. I'm going to let you guess what people searched. So I'm going to search Zac Efron New Year's Eve, and I want you to guess what people searched for for this movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, like the, the next the next word, that's what you're looking for? Yes. So if you search Zac Efron New Year's Eve, uh, there are about four or five different like, there's one that just says New Year's Eve, there's New Year's Eve trailer, there's New Year's Eve movie, but then there's things that are very specific to either him in this movie or the character in this movie. So what do you think people, and I, I really kind of interested to see how this tracks 
over different movies. But if you search Zac Efron New Year's Eve, what do you think people searched for aside from just like finding the movie online? Age, haircut. Nope. Haircut's number one. Yes, knew it. Above, okay, good, good, Above good. everything else. I knew it, Zac dude. Efron, I, you gave me, it took haircut. me two tries to get it. Yep. I'm not, and there, I'm not playing. I, I swear to God that I, I didn't search and it. And also, number six is New Year's Eve hairstyle. So that's sort of the same thing. This is a bunch of girls trying to figure out what the haircut's called to tell their boyfriends to get their hair cut like that. Yep. Okay, yeah. there's two more. There are two more things that people search for a lot. Moped? Nope. Um, Girlfriend? Nope. Jacket. Do one more guess and I'll give you a hint. What? Jacket. Jacket's number five. Okay, good. There we go. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. Um, I... Now, the, the last, the only other one that you have not gotten yet is the last one on the list. So it's still searched a lot, but it's the, it's the least common of these searches. And it's similar to jacket. Shirt? Nope. No, I don't, I don't know. Tell me the last one. Suit. Because I think he's in a suit at the end when he's dancing yeah, like with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah, he's in like a so, so these So probably girls are like, what haircut should I tell my boyfriend to get? And then what how can I buy these clothes for my boyfriend? <laughs> yes. So that they can look like Zach like To dress him like Zeph. I wonder how many like fat curmudgeon type dudes like me are out there now that have a Zach Efron jacket that they got for Christmas because their damn girlfriend went to go see this movie. And, and they don't even know why they got it. <laughs> they don't even know why they have this dumbass jacket, but they do. That's really funny. <laughs> So I think the last thing we have to do is Charlie St. Cloud is the next movie. So, we, so okay, so for this movie, we predicted he was going to be shirtless, he was going to be shivering outside, and someone was going to give him their coat. That yes, did not yes, yes. Rachel had a guess, too. We were too drunk to write it down, but she had been playing, too, and um, next time I'll remember to get okay. her guess on why, and I'll, I'll tell it before the thing. Um, she doesn't have a guess for the next one. She had a guess for this one. Sorry. Okay, if you... If, oh, she had a guess for Charlie St. Cloud? No, she had a guess Eve. for New Year's Eve. I told her that, like, you know, this is a game we play on Zack Attack, and um, okay. she had a guess. Uh, I don't remember what it was. The, oh, I remember. She said that she thought that he was going to be trying on clothes for, like, a New Year's party, and he was going to be, like, casually, like, which one looks better, this one or this one, type thing. That's what she thought. I think that's a really good guess. It was a really good guess, but yeah, but it didn't happen. We got no shirtless F, sadly. Okay, so now have you seen Charlie St. Cloud? No, never. Neither have I. Do you know what it's about? Nope. Neither do I. Okay, so <laughs> let us come up with a guess for why he's going to be shirtless and why he's going to be crying, and then I'll read the synopsis of the movie, and we'll, do it. we'll, we'll modify the guess maybe. Okay, my guess is th- these kind of women movies have to have a beach scene. So he's going to be on the beach. He's going to be laying there with this chick or thinking about this chick. And he's just going to be like shirtless, lounging on the beach. That's that's my guess for shirtless Zeph in this movie. I'm going real bold here. Go ahead. I want shirtless Zeph horseback riding. Whoa. Where did you even get a horse from? Don't know. Horse face? I've been talking about horse face all day. Probably. That's probably why it's my brain. (laughs) No, actually, you know know where it came from? Because... The Lucky One, the movie with Piper. Yes. Oh. The, the movie that they did next was The Longest Ride, which is about cowboys and horseback riding. And so now every time I think about Zeph, I think about that Piper movie because it's, I think it's, it's still my favorite <laughs> podcast that we've done. Yeah, it, it might is. be my favorite Zeph movie that like isn't like a good movie or isn't Waif. Like I yeah. just love that movie. Yeah, it was And really so good. I really want to see The Longest Ride. So I kind of want Zeph to be in a version of The Longest <laughs> Ride. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, read the synopsis, and we'll and we'll do some modified guesses. 
while it loads, I do want to say that this is a DVD that I borrowed from my parents like eight months ago, <laughs> like when we first started doing Zack Attack. Oh, you're like, like I'm gonna oh, need you guys this have later. Seen Cloud. Like I don't tell them I'm seeing it because I didn't want to have to answer like, why are you borrowing a <laughs> Zack Efron movie? But I've had this DVD for over six months, and I was just like, I don't know when it's gonna, I don't know when we're gonna see it. But are you, well, so I what synopsis have. are you going? Are you going with the back of the DVD synopsis? Or are you going with like no, the online IMDb. one? IMDb. Okay, go ahead. Oh, God. So the tagline is, life is for living. Yeah, of course. Charlie's brother, Sam, dies in a car crash that Charlie survives. Okay. Charlie is given the gift of seeing his dead brother. When the girl he falls in love with's life is at risk, he must choose between his girlfriend and his brother. Wait, what? He has to he has to pick whether or not he can see his dead brother or save his girlfriend? I guess. I can't wait. This oh is going to be awesome, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. We're definitely going to get some crying stuff in this. At least one. We have to get at least one. I hope for two. We need three or four to make up for all the lack of crying stuff we've had. So on the IMDb page, oh, God. Okay, so the, the, the cover, like the movie poster, it's him with his baby blues, like, looking up to heaven. Let me see the and movie poster. Down below, I want to go see it. I want to go see it. Down below, there's him in, like, a little cave on a beach. But, oh no! Okay, so I don't see that one. I see him in a him and someone else on a dock. Oh, yeah, well, the dock, but it's, it's a it's a oh, it's a dock. I thought it was I thought that was sand, but that's water. Yeah, that's a dock. But then that video next to it that we're not going to watch today, we're going to watch when we record the next episode. He looks like he's about to cry in that video. I think that like the fourth or fifth picture on Google is him crying. So I'm super amped for this. Who's the chick in the movie? This chick's hot. Amanda Crew. Who are you? She's hot. I know this chick. Who is it? Oh, she's in Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, she's the, she's the, uh, the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She, she's the young girl. She's the, she's yes. the one who used to work for the crazy guy yes. who died in real life. Yes. Yep. Awesome. And I like that he's just like, the na- the only name on this cover is just Zach Efron. This is his movie. Also in this movie, oh, little Franco's in this movie. No way, really? I wonder yeah. if he's the dead brother. Oh, I bet he is. Don't tell me. And Ray Liotta is in this movie. Oh, damn. And- Kim Basinger plays Zac Efron's Don't mom. Don't ruin it. Stop, it stop, stop, like. stop, 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 stop. I don't want to hear anymore. I just want I just want to oh see them God. as I go. I mean, I'm not going to watch this for be... a month, so I'm going to forget anyways. But It's going to be amazing. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. We're, I, this is it, dude. We're hitting the pinnacle. We're getting in oh, to Zeph. So the kid who plays his younger brother is one of the stars of Wayward Pines, the TV show on Fox. That's way better than I thought is. it was going to be. I don't know what that is. It's uh, about a really creepy town where like nothing is as nothing is what it seems, and Ooh. like he's the he's a kid. Uh, he's sort of the main kid in that show, so that's cool. That's like I I like to see this is like a, a really good sort of early everybody's in this that is eventually going to become something in something else that we know. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that'll be okay. Cool. I'm really amped for this one. Uh, I I don't have anything else to say. I don't think I don't. Uh, do you have anything? No, I liked I liked the new game. The new game was fun. I, I have a feeling Thanks. that it's all gonna be Zach Efron's haircut. Yeah, yep. I do too. Um, but we can we can ride this out for a while. I'm excited to play it. Yeah, dude. I'm looking forward to Charlie St. Cloud. Happy New Year's to everyone that listened Happy New with Year. us. Happy New Year. And well, you. I mean specifically Happy New Year, Jess Knight. I mean, or Jess Collins, because she's gonna listen to this later. Listening. But I know, yeah, I know she will listen. Yeah, so uh, you maybe should have said she should beep out her last name so that people don't like creep on her. Stuff. Well, no, because she's been a guest on other stuff. We've said her name on other okay, stuff. Okay, cool, there. cool. Okay, cool. Fair enough. So we're fine. We can always. I mean, Jess, if you're listening to this and you want us to beep out your last name, it's too we'll late now. Yeah, well, you know, I'll fix it for, <laughs> I'll fix it for the future. <laughs>
Okay. But yeah, so Happy New Year. Uh, welcome to 2017. 2017, again. We're going to get to 2017 again soon, in a couple months. Big year for Zeph. We got three High School Musicals. We're going to do some bonus episodes, maybe. Like, we got the Entourage TV show. He's in one episode of. That's going to be a bonus episode next month in February. Cool. Down. So we're going to have two February episodes. We're going to have Charlie St. Cloud and Entourage. There's a bunch of TV shows that he was in one episode of that we might drop in a bonus of, depending on, you know, Yeah, we can watch them, see if they're good, if they're stuff. fun. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, so we got a lot of Zeph for you this year. Thank you for listening to us last year. Thank you for continuing to listen to us this year. This is such a stupid idea for a podcast, but I just love it. Same, I love it. I love it. going back from new to old, and we're truly never going to be better than this. We'll never be better than this. So for all things Zach Attack and everything else on our network, you can go to cageclub.me or facebook.com slash cageclub. We've got another full year of Zach Attack. We've also got another full year of Keanu Club. I think, as it, li- as it lines up now... Keanu and Zeph are both going to end in December. Oh, cool. There's going to be new projects in January 2018. Awesome. So lots of fun free things to listen to at cageclub.me and facebook.com slash cageclub. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we'll see you next time on Zack Attack. Should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind Should all acquaintance be forgot and